Well, Matty Tamua, aka Pup, welcome to the captain's call. It's been Thanks, last, but definitely not least, mate. Good to have you on board. And um, how's it all been since uh, Super Rugby AU kicked off? Ooh, going on nearly six weeks ago, mate. Yeah, it's good. Um, thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, I think like everyone, COVID was, uh, well, the lockdown period was it was pretty um, weird and awkward. So it's uh, kind of nice having a bit of normality, playing some rugby. Um, obviously in Melbourne now, they've gone back to it. So um, it's a little bit hard for people down there. But um, yeah, it's been nice to play some rugby again. It's uh, something that we missed for sure. Well, right off the bat, you just mentioned the whole, the world has changed and we're in the COVID, living throughout COVID. Um, there was a we're not even post-COVID yet, but what's it been like, like from a Rebels perspective, one training through that uncertainty period when Super Rugby was, was being played, went about around seven or eight, then the world stopped, then all of a sudden rugby, Super Rugby AU's commenced again, mm. but then also, it's probably a three-pronged question, then also you're based outside of Melbourne. So what's that been like? So just start with what it was like initially when you were, you were in Melbourne and Rugby wasn't being played at all. Yeah, it was odd. Um, you just, you kind of didn't, like anyone, I guess, in any um, any line of work, it's just, you just didn't know. There was the uncertainty. That was probably the, the weirdest thing. And um, so, you know, at the start, originally, you start pretty motivated. Um, we had a lot of, like, Zoom calls every day to try to keep guys engaged. And um, as it happens, you know, less kind of information comes in or we don't know how long it's going to go and that starts to dwindle. And then... Um, yeah, uh, I think like a lot of people, it was quite challenging. Um, it was probably a little bit challenging trying to keep your fitness and stuff as well. Um, obviously, a, a fair part of of the job. So, and then you know, seeing a bit of the uh, negotiations in regards to pay and everything. You know, there's a lot of upheaval there and in, in all sorts of run of work. I think we're we're pretty fortunate now that we're kind of you know, there's a you know, it's it's a little bit normal for us. Obviously, we're on tour now. We're we're stuck in Terrigal, um, but I think we're pretty lucky considering. Um, so, pretty fortunate in that sense. Well, you're stuck in Terrigal. It's, it's, it's a long way from being down south in the Victorian border. What's it been like having that as your base camp for the Rebels? It's been great. Um, so before that, we were in Canberra, uh, Sydney, then back to Canberra. A um, little bit, um, you know, we're just kind of making it up as we go because, you know, um, obviously it was a never-changing situation. So um, at the moment, look, we've ended up near the beach, um, training not too far away. Playing games a couple of hours away, so it's you know we're, as I said we're, we're pretty fortunate. Um, obviously we've got some some friends and family down in Melbourne uh, doing a lot tougher than we are. So um, yeah, times when you when you feel a little bit uh, out of your comfort zone, you you only got to you know look home and see what what everyone else is going through. So um, yeah, we're pretty lucky. Um, it's uh, it's a pretty good spot and they've taken care of us here for sure. Oh, that's great. It was, it's funny. I was at uh, Leichhardt over last week when you had that wonderful Super Time victory. Second time in Super Time. We'll talk a bit about that soon. Man. But in the lead up to it, we obviously we, we got a chance to you get a, a glimpse into the change. We saw with the force that uh, who they were doing it for as a storyboard of family, friends, etc. It must be difficult. That's a piece I haven't, we, we haven't spoken about too much because a lot of people like from the Waratahs, the Brumbies, and also the Reds, they've, they've had home base. For you guys, what's that been like? It, it must be difficult. Yeah, it is. Um, we're uh probably the the start was probably harder when we didn't know where we we're going to be you know in two days time three days time or whatever um it, it kind of happened quite suddenly we were in melbourne and then we just got told our oh, listening about 36 hours we're gonna be on a plane packed yeah. for a couple of weeks um you know and that was about six seven weeks ago or something like that so it, it's You're um, on a short tour and now it's six weeks yeah ago. yeah like <laughs> yeah. I, you know, we've, 
we um on the weekend had to go and get some clothes actually because I only bought like a you know a couple shirts thinking all right a couple golf shirts thinking no I'll be all right um essentials and then, uh, couple yeah. of gloves couple of gloves it. as well that's, that's it. it all that's weather it. glove a few spare balls and a um a little cup um but yeah so look it's you know it's out of your comfort zone but by no means is it hard um you know we're still on rugby tour we're still with your mates um you know and I, I guess when it, one thing that I've I've really enjoyed about COVID or that a positive out of it has, has been the care that people have shown for each other. I think um, yeah, nice. you, you're definitely checking in on people a lot more. Um, you know, how are you? How's um, your partner, kids, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. um, that's definitely been something that's um, been front of mind for us. Um, you know, making sure that everyone here is happy, but um, just as importantly, if not more, um, yeah. people at home are doing all right. So um, yeah, it's something I'll probably learn a little bit and it's, um, it's been a good little uh, yeah, positive from it, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the case with a lot of people. It brings it back to basics too, doesn't it? And um, from 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 a rugby perspective, bring it back to the rugby, mates. That that victory against the Force on the weekend, like that's your second Super Time experience. But the way you guys did it was fantastic in terms of going for the try. You scored the try. You see Nasarani, beautiful pick and go. You can't stop him close to the line. But can you explain for the listeners, like? what's the mindset going into super time? Because it's, it's a situation where you're at a draw, no one likes a draw, but you've got a chance to win. What are the comms when you get together about what's the next, the next phase that you need to focus on? Yeah, well, so we, I guess, um, specifics, we got the kickoff, um, which was probably something we wanted actually because um, territory was pretty important because the, the ball was pretty greasy. Um, but I think, I think in situations like this, and it's probably um, indicative or, you know, um, Relate, related in a sense to other parts um, there is a lot of uncertainty um, you know we're all kind of looking who's kicking off and are we going for three are we going to, and all all we asked of our team was just a, a huge lift in intensity basically um, and irrelevant of the specifics of uh, we catch the ball they catch the ball defense whatever we just wanted to win that contact and, and, and have that lift in intensity and we, we were fortunate enough that we had a few guys just come off the bench that are relatively fresh and um, I think if you watch that just that super time that's like it was it was clear that we were we were hungrier uh, we we're winning the contact zone we we're playing a lot quicker and it's probably um the way we should have played the whole game in a way um so it's probably a little bit of a, a just a mindset shift there that we you know we would be really proactive in how we attack this game um we don't go at it tentative um we go at it you know um full ball and um yeah Sometimes things happen from that. It's quite funny. You can get stuck in your playbook and all that, but uh, sometimes there's there's no substitute for just sheer intensity. People running hard, leg drive, good clean out, and um, I think that's what happened in the end there. And um, yeah, it, it was nice to kind of learn from that. I think from the earlier game where we I think we ended up drawing as well. So uh, yeah, it was a good little change. Yeah, well, it probably heightens all the things. It's a good point you made. It probably heightens the fact that you don't have another twenty or thirty minutes, or you mightn't have to go in at half time and there's another 40 minutes, whatever it is, the time frame that you have. When it's when it's super time, you've got five minutes each side to get a result. So you have to shift that way. So what I liked about watching it and commentating it was, was the fact that you guys went for the win. Like the win can be a field goal. It's easy to say, well, we're going to set up a field goal. And at times that can be defensive, but the field goal is almost off the back of being positive and, and moving yourself into position. But if you're still moving the ball well, why not go for the try and end it with the try? That's what I, that was the most pleasing aspect of uh, your victory against the force. And they don't go away, do they? Yeah, exactly. And look, we it was it was quite an easy 
uh, like I, to be honest, as you say that now, I wasn't even thinking uh, field goal um, because you, you know what it's like when you when you get good good carries, good clean outs, and you're constantly moving forward. You don't need to sit in the pocket. If anything, you're probably taking your foot off the throat a little bit. And we, the ball was nice. The, you know, it was a wet that it was a wet night. Um, it's so crazy. The, yeah, and so you often if you if you'd uh, win the contact, you'd get a couple extra meters, um, and you slide on the ground and um, didn't even cross our minds to be honest because. Um, as I said, we asked for that lift in intensity and you saw it and it was, it was super pleasing. A lot of young guys as well, um, guys yeah. coming off the bench. And um, it's really nice when you, you know, you, you say something, you get a response like that. And um, yeah, I was like, there's a lot, a lot not to like about the game. Um, but uh, from our point of view, but to have that, is, it's, it's awesome to, uh, to work with because, um, yeah, we've got a pretty engaged group, which is, uh, which is nice. We can see that. To be fair, I can see that across all the teams. They're, they're playing for each other. There's great spirit and energy from all the teams. But mate, there's never been a perfect game of rugby. I never played one. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it's it's almost it's the unattainable that you're aspiring to get there. But yeah. from from your your perspective as a skipper uh, of this group, what what's the, the most pleasing aspect you've you've probably uh, taken from uh, the first five weeks? Because you've you've been in two super times. You've been mm. in the wrestle, you've had some really good victories and you've been on the road. So I've just tipped a few of the things which aren't, like they're out of your control, but yeah. explain to me what, what you've been so pleased about as a leader slash skipper of the team. Yeah, just the response, I think, of the young guys. Um, it's, it's been, we've traditionally been a little bit slow to start this year. Um, probably, when was it, the uh, week before last when we played um, New South Wales out there, SCG, we... It was a rough week, um, you know, we were in Canberra, then we got moved up, um, long bus trip, lots of things kind of just, you know, went a bit all over the place. Um, and then on the way to the game, we got stuck in huge traffic, about two and a half, three hours drive, got there late, had to rush to the game. And um, yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of kind of um, variables and things that we couldn't control. And it just, the response from the guys was probably our best game that we had played because it was just this mindset of, yeah, you know, we're away from home, all this kind of things. And, you know, things aren't perfect, but we're, we're going to do it for each other. We're going to hang in there and, you know, we're just going to simplify the game a little bit. And I think that's something that's been um, quite pleasing is that um, you can get caught up thinking about game plans and all this kind of thing. But yeah. I think the ability to simplify the game um, and, and play for your mates is, is something that's really kind of come through. And, and that's probably been a lesson for me because I've traditionally been someone who thinks about game plans, you know, all week. So... Um, yeah, I think and the response from them, there's been a lot of guys, we lost a lot of people during COVID to um, overseas contracts, going home, uh, particularly in the forward pack. And but a young group come through there and um, been super impressed by how um, energetic they've been and how they've just kind of taken the reins there. So that's um, made my job a lot easier, that's for sure. Oh, it's pleasing. And, and game plans, like it's important to have a game plan. Like you can't go into unprepared. But mm. and, I, and I heard you speak about it post-game last week. But you've also got to have that ability to adjust. And, and that's critical too. And I spoke to Alan Alatoa last week and he was just saying, like, it's, it really is a winter sport at the moment, rugby, because mm. you're normally not playing super rugby this time of year. But because of that, you mentioned due cooler conditions. You have to make adjustments throughout the course of a game, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, and the ability to adjust, um, like for us, I think, even look at our games, the first 20 minutes has been really different to the last 20 um, purely out of conditions um, it, it you know really starts to come in there so the ability to adjust there um, as you say have the game plan but then you know uh, 
have a clear mind and clear, you know, good leadership in the sense that you, you know what you're trying to do and you, and you are adjusting to whether it be the conditions or the ref or the opposition. Um, so that's quite important. Um, you know, I think one thing I'm definitely learning a lot about now is kind of the, the, the art of the game a little bit more, um, trying to play momentum a little bit more, um, trying to feel the game uh, rather than just being so structured and that kind of stuff. Um, actually get a feel of the game, what the ref's doing, what the opposition are doing, if we've got momentum. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm enjoying that. It's, um, it is, it's, not a, it's not an easy thing, um, but it's definitely something that, uh, yeah, I think uh, to be fair, a lot, of, a lot of older guys and past players have probably been critical of uh, the younger generation that, and I'm probably starting to see a little bit of what they're talking about now. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's been kind of nice having this new, um, sphere of knowledge um you know or whatever trying to learn about it so it's been uh, it's been enjoyable what's well, good like obviously you spent some time working with your pup back in the day like when yeah. you were down to brumbies and obviously a little bit last year sean Byrne, great great attacking coach a really strong strong emphasis on quality positive roping and and and, and picking up on as those mm-hmm. you've just explained in the art of the game and, and i mentioned it over the weekend too and you're never going to talk about yourself too much, but I always felt that you're at your best when you are, you're, you're the whole triple threat, whatever you want to call it. You've obviously got great ability to break the line with your footwork and you just your strength through contact, the passing game, but also the ability to kick. How, how important is that? Like for, it could be from listeners in here who, who are trying to learn the art at a young mm. age or whatever age they're at mm. of being a playmaker. It's not easy, but they're, they're three things you, you kind of want to be, habit you at your disposal more often than not don't you yeah i think um now more so than ever um we're super lucky in um in australian rugby now you look some of our most skillful guys are our type five in particular our props and our front row and um i think the position of you know fly half has evolved a little bit you're far less a distributor now you, you've got to be an attacking threat um and if you get caught up in a ruck um it doesn't really matter as much now because um you know Alan or Taniella or uh, Tremaine. Matt Phillip. Matt Phillip yeah, might Matt do Phillip. Like they <laughs> Exactly. Can, they can, Anyone. Yeah, they can throw a cutout. And whereas back in the day, you know, you were you would never touch a breakdown. Um, so that I think that's really evolved. And yet you've seen the uh, top flyers in the world now um, are runners. Um, you're yeah. seeing a lot of a lot of them play have played twelve, have moved in. You know, Burton Barrett's played fifteen, has moved in. And it's, they, they need to be, you need to have that triple threat. As you say, it's no longer a position of pass and kick. Um, it's very much threatening the line. And um, yeah, it's quite exciting. I think I enjoy it um, because that's probably is when I play my best. It's just a bit more instinctive rather than uh, overthinking the yeah. game, which I, I can do at times. Um, so it's nice when you, when you, yeah, when you have the backing and you feel like you've got the confidence to attack the line. If you get caught up in a ruck, the team, the team will be fine. Um, they don't yeah. need you to call. Um, so that's been that's been really cool, and I think it's um, yeah, it's definitely been a part of my game that I've been trying to improve, um, trying to be a threat at the line, um, and I think playing a little bit of twelve helped that. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think the positions evolved as well. Yeah, that's really noticeable watching the, the force. I know in the past you played really, really, really flat. Wade was there. You obviously played there a little bit last year. That yeah. that double pivot is a great thing too. But being able to adjust your alignment is really, really critical. But what I love is the fact that, as you said, like if you're a playmaker, you have the ability to sometimes be first receiver, but sometimes yeah. you can be second receiver or sometimes you can put yourself in that second receiver position by receiving like that tip pass from a forward. Who have all got great skills. One to five, as you said, the game has evolved in many ways and they can tip it on. 
and that that allows the game to be more instinctive. It, and it, it's actually great to watch too because the ball can go from being really, really tight. There's a bit of pick and drive, then all of a sudden it can go to the edge pretty quickly. So it stresses a lot of defence. And that's um, probably the pleasing aspect I think you'd pick up and it's improving, would you say, from week to week within the Rebels? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's something that we, um, we've been analysing a little bit. You know, when do we play our best rugby? And it, it is when everyone's a threat, when, um, you know, when, when people can move the ball, when you're, when you're running hard. I know it sounds really simple, um, but often I think um, teams, and I definitely was guilty of it, teams got um, obsessed with shape and structure and, you know, who, who's on my inside or outside latch. And, and sometimes there's just no substitute for getting a little bit deeper and sprinting onto the ball, you know, like, um, and I think that simplicity bit of it, like it, things evolve from that and you got, you got to trust your ability to, to decision make um, post that, that you, you'll, you'll figure out a way um, because you're playing, you're playing front football. Um, so rather than, you know, setting it all back slow and, you know, who's going this breakdown, that breakdown or whatever, um, yeah, just 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 beating a man one on one, or using using your skills to pass, and then um, as you would always say, don't not letting them recover. Once you've got that front football, you know, getting nice and flat, getting the nine flat, and, and not letting them recover and, and, and taking advantage of that. So um, it is good. I've really enjoyed it. It's definitely a lot less structured uh, than I think teams have been in the past. Um, but yeah, I think that's the way the game's going. I think it's uh, pretty exciting in that sense. That's good. You talk about exciting. I'm excited by this weekend's game. You're up against your old, old foe, mate. But it's really, it's, it's, it sets up to be a really quality game this Friday. But also, just the competition, it's so tight, isn't it? Anyone on any given night slash day can knock each other off. What are you looking forward to most about uh, this upcoming match against the Brumbies? Hopefully a good win. Um, you know, we've, we've played them twice this year. They've got the better of us. But uh, I think if you watch those games back, it, uh, it was very much on a knife edge. Yeah, knife edge really was um, with 10 to go. could have gone either way. So, um, look, hopefully we've learned from that. Um, the Brumbies are just they're phenomenal out of the box. They're really, really good starters um, to the game. They have such clear um, intent or game plan about what they want to do. You know, they, they want to get a penalty. They want to hit the line. They want to pressure your set piece and play front football and, and win that contact zone and get three points or, you know, a more try in there. And they are very good at it. So us counteracting, that's going to be um, a big challenge for us. I think the first 20 um, last game in Canberra, we, we just left ourselves too much to do, really. Uh, we, we played the game we wanted to, but we just gave a little bit too much at the start. So, um, yeah, I think we've learned from that. Um, it's It's been similar uh, story in both games against them. So, uh, yeah, hopefully... Uh, yeah, hopefully we've learned from that. Um, it'll be good not playing in Canberra as well. Um, you know, it's the home cold, yeah. <laughs> oh. I spoke to my folks last week. It's cold. Yeah, yeah, it was cold a couple of weeks ago, so I can't imagine now. So, um, yeah, it'll be good, you know, playing them away. Hopefully that, uh, yeah, hopefully we get a little kick out of that and hopefully the drive's nice and long for them up to, uh, up to Sydney. Yeah, exactly. Now, you, you talk about um, all the driving and all the travelling, et cetera, et cetera, with the competition. But you're spot on. It, they've been coming down to the wire, these matches. Why do you think that is? Because like I played against the horse as well last week. The margins are smaller and smaller between these teams, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Look, I think... Um, I, I, re I really think playing in this uh, domestic comp has just... Been, like, I think everyone's confidence is a lot higher. Um, I think maybe when we when we're younger teams and we play against you know some older Kiwi teams or South African teams, um, maybe maybe our confidence is as high, or maybe we don't trust our skills, or we you know we think the game's uh, a bit bigger than it is. Um, when really 
you know, now everyone knows each other. I, you know, we after the game, you can you can be in your change room or their change room. You know everyone, and I think that simplifies it a little bit. Everyone knows that you know they're not superhuman or whatever. And I generally think we're playing a lot better because of that. I think mm-hmm. all teams are playing um, a lot better because of that because we know you know there's not much to lose. Guys are so keen to play. There's a lot of you know Wallaby jerseys up for grabs and. Um, yeah, look, Australian rugby hasn't, you know, hasn't been on its uh, highs of highs lately, and it's it's been good to kind of see a lot of guys go after it and attack that. And I think, um, yeah, I, re- I know it, it sounds a little bit, uh, yeah, a bit, a bit weird, but I I really do think the way people have been playing and the confidence they've been playing with has been um, like noticeable. And I think that's I think we've got a lot of depth, more depth than we probably thought. Yeah, there's, there definitely seems to be a, a, a real shift in terms of people really backing themselves. That's from players, mm. coaches being really, really positive and trying to make the most out of these. And I reckon they're positive law changes on both sides of the ball. You've yeah. been in the competition six weeks now. Um, what do you think are the, are the best parts of these law changes? Because as we said, they're on both sides of the ball, aren't they? Attack and defence. Yeah, look, the the fifty twenty two is one I think that I'd, I'd hope it goes to the next level, really. Um, yeah. it, it's... Um, it just forces teams to be softer on the edge, which allows you to attack. You know, so you might look at a game and go, "Oh, they didn't. They only hit one fifty twenty two. But the the other, you know, unintended consequences are teams are attacking from you know their own half a little bit more. Yeah. They're getting a little bit more bend on the edge. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think that's something that's been really positive. I know defensively, you've you've got to think about it, particularly off scrums. Um, you have to be really soft and D, and um, that allows team to attack. So, it's I think that's been a really good one. Um, the the held up one's an interesting one. Uh, we've been done a few times. We've had to change tactically a few things around our pick and go, and and maybe trying to get to a little bit wider space because you know once you get held up, you, you you're back in your half a little bit. So um, that's you know you could probably argue that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's just been really cool, just you know throwing out a, a an idea and. Mm. Being um, proactive with it and trying to improve our game. I think that's what everyone is out there to do. And um, that's been a, a really cool process, I think. And then obviously super time. It's been great. Um, love the idea of uh, it being um, golden point. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, that's been really exciting. No, it's been good. It's been, it's been great to see too. And I, I think one of the pleasing aspects is just that adjustment in terms of tactically, because like you mentioned it earlier, I want to harp on this. I'm going to finish with talking about something non-rugby. Mm. But mate, the whole keeping the back three honest because if they don't cover the back three so for people who might be too clear on it if your fullback mm. both wingers are, are concerned about it defending a 50 22 then it mm. does freeze up the front front line defense doesn't it, in terms of it allows you to play as you said to to the edges yeah. and if they do come up then you've got the ability with a good kicking game we've seen this quite a bit to really yeah. hurt them without that coverage. So it makes that fullback work really, really hard. Yeah. And the back three communicate really well. Otherwise then you get burnt. Yeah, it's tough. And and then it just it means the front line have to be a little bit more passive in their defence because they're gonna cover a lot more space. So which allows the attacking team to be on the front foot, allows them to be more aggressive. And yeah. so yeah, there there are um whilst the rule change is very much based around kicking, I think it's actually been a really positive attacking um adjustment to our game. So as I said, I'd it'd be really um, interesting or it would be really cool if that does progress up the chain a little bit and, yeah. and get to uh, other competitions. Yeah, tend to agree with you big time. And mm. as I said, I'm going to change the subject, mate, away from rugby. I know you're an avid golf fan. You know this week they're playing at Harding Park, USPGA, there's going to be yes. no crowds. Who, no, firstly, who, who's one of your favourite golfers and who 
year tipping for the PGA this week. Justin Thomas just won last week. WGC. I know he's the favourite. I was just looking at the odds just before this. Um, obviously, he's gone to number one now. Brooks is up there. Um, I think Xander might do all right. Um, I like. I love Louis. And Louis was, I think, Lovely. he was tight six on the weekend. Um, what a swing! Like, yeah, beautiful. You know, him and Scotty probably have the best swings. So. I think oh, I would love to see Louis do well. Um, he's paying quite high as well, so that would that would be cool. Top ten. If he, puts, mate, if he putts well, he's he's going to be there. He'll be in the back nine on the Sunday. Don't worry. Yeah, he gets so. his putting right because he's never he doesn't hit too many bad shots. No, he doesn't. It's hard to with a, with a beautiful swing like him. So um, I'm pretty excited actually. I think I just saw I was actually just watching the LPGA um, just before this call, um, and I think it starts six a.m. on Friday. So I know what I'll be doing before the game. I've got my I've got my clubs here right next to me actually, and I've been putting along the. Uh, <laughs> Cutting along the room and um, yeah, nice little addiction at the moment, which is good fun, as you know. Well, and just mate, how important is that? Just to, like I spoke to Ian Pryor, I know they've been in the Hunter, like just that mm. little getaway away from rugby. We've spoken a lot about rugby, that's why I wanted to change it. It's mm. important to have a little hobby or something. Some, some guys are studying, some guys, if they can, love to get away uh, on their day off away from rugby. Is golf a big part of your escapism? Yeah, huge. Um, I actually use it to be fair. I use it to help my rugby as well in terms of like a lot of mental prep, particularly around kicking. Um, yep. So it's definitely during COVID, I actually was experimenting with a few things um, around my kicking and then just kind of like introduced it with golf and a um, bit of movement stuff. And, and it's been really good. Um, but yeah, from purely from the mental side um, on, you know, on our day off, I'll, I'll often just go book a, a round at a local course, Gosford last week and this week. Yeah. Um, nice. Um, I like to just go there by myself and kind of escape the team. I don't play with the, the other boys and I just meet a few old boys and we, we have, uh, you know, 18 holes and then we have a drink after and you just chat about life nice. and all sorts of things and you kind of forget about your own little, uh, your own little bubble that you're in. And um, That's great. What's your yeah. sneaky handicap now, Matt? Like, don't tell uh, like... it's not, I'm not, I'm not proud of it yet. It's at 10.4 at the moment. Um, That's good. No, I know you, you, you. I know you want to cut that in half, don't you? That's the sort of yeah, bloke you are. I want it to you be never happy. eight by the end of the year, and then five <laughs> in a couple of years. But I need to compete yeah. with you guys. I think I need to be <laughs> low five. You and Berkey are uh, uh, robbing me. But yeah, no, um, oh, it's it's you know what it's like. It's never ending. Uh, yeah, you know, I always wanted to be under fifteen. Then you want to be. It just yeah. It's a game. It's, That's it. it is. It's, it's beautiful. Um, Keeps on giving. <laughs> Keeps on giving. And it's a game for life. And you don't get eaten by sharks when you go out and try and get that wave out the back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's no big Although, although I, have, I have crashed a uh, golf cart once and uh, I took a bit of bark off the leg. So it can be dangerous if you're not can careful. can be dangerous. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good. Just carry. No buggy, just carry. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Just, just take all not. the risk out of it. Exactly. Hey, mate, it's been great to chat to you. I know we're sort of coming up to half an hour. Thanks for joining us on the Captain's Call. Good luck this weekend against the Brumbies. Keep up your great form. You're playing well. You're leading your team well. Keep it up, mate. Awesome. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate. Cheers, mate.